Welcome to episode 5 of the Pen and Chase Baseball Simulation Podcast. This is your webmaster, Guy Bocci. It's been almost a month and a half since I did a podcast, but I have a pretty good reason for that. Uh, on February 9th, almost a month ago already, wow, time flies, uh, my daughter was born first child for my wife and I. Um, so it has been a crazy, crazy month. I have to say probably the fastest month of my life. I can't believe it's March 3rd. It feels like just yesterday I was sitting on my couch watching Tom Brady execute that amazing comeback in the Super Bowl. And here we are March 3rd already. For anyone interested, Baby was a healthy nearly 8 pounds and 21 inches long when she was born. Her name is Avery Bocci. And uh, I, I suspect we have quite a few folks on the site who uh, have experienced this and who have families of their own. I also expect that the majority of our Pen and Chase users and fans and podcast listeners are probably of the younger persuasion and have not experienced this uh, this moment in life yet. I will just say, uh, for those who have been through it, you you understand it. You know what I'm talking about. For those who haven't, you're not going to have any concept of it until you actually get there. As a matter of fact, my brother-in-law was just telling us now that he's seen us have a baby, he really wants to have one, and we're like, you don't know what you're getting into. Uh, but it is it is absolutely tremendous. I will say, um, my wife was amazing uh, throughout the course of a really, really brutal labor, uh, it, which did end in a C-section. And I have to say that um, it, it, the after having a child, I've had a lot of conversations with other people and, and heard their birth stories. And it's astonishing to me uh, how many people have the same exact story where their wife labors for almost a full day and it just doesn't happen, and then they wind up having a C-section. And, uh, you know, I, my wife and I were just talking about it this morning. It's amazing that more people don't just suggest a scheduled C-section right off the bat. Um, but that I guess because a C-section is such a major surgery, and it does certainly impact your, your postpartum care. I mean, my wife was was pretty much incapacitated for the first two to three to four days after we got back from the hospital, which you wind up staying at the hospital longer after a C-section. So we stayed there for about three days. We got home for another two or three days. My wife could barely move. So those were some of the craziest days of my life until my my mom got to town, grandma got to town. Uh, shortly after that, kind of an emergency phone call grandma get to town we need you um but i gotta say that um it was it was a really tough labor and my wife was one of those those many women who was intent on having a natural birth and um it it obviously did not work out that way so i i'm just gonna be a a, a rare champion for the scheduled c-section from here on out i'm sure that's a, a really unpopular stance but um boy it uh it was quite an experience, but but now that the the baby is here, it's um, it's been a blast. It's it's had its rough moments. Uh, we uh, we get a fair amount of sleep throughout the night, but we also get certain chunks of 
hours where we're dealing with a crying baby, like at 2 a.m. to 4 a.m., which is definitely a challenge when you're when you're tired and you're trying to get some sleep. But um, you know, I'm really excited about being a father and going on this journey. I think it's it is got to be one of life's great adventures, and um, you know, you're kind of missing out if you if you don't do it. But um, all that said, uh, I, I still managed to to tackle a few uh, bugs and issues on the site recently. Um, there, there are a few things that were out there that people had um, reached out to me about. One, one thing that came up that was pretty interesting was that uh, folks who have custom leagues, if you if you change your league and you delete a team, it was deleting the uh, the the title and the championship record. Uh, in the database and so that was problematic for for custom leagues who were wanting to delete their teams but still retain their titles and that should be working now a few other minor things that people had sent me that we got cleaned up Um, there was one really interesting one that that hit the boards recently that I thought would be kind of fun to talk about it's this whole issue around earned runs and um I'll, I'll dig up the the post here because I want to uh, make sure I'm not uh, messing it up. So the question that came up um, was a clarification when uh, a relief pitcher comes in and gives up a fielder's choice to the first batter. So there's the the relief pitcher has inherited a man on first base, which is the previous pitcher's responsibility. The, uh, the relief pitcher then induces a fielder's choice. So the runner on first is out at second. The batter is now on first base. And the way the simulation has always calculated that, and the way that I have seen most baseball sims calculate it, because it's the easiest way to do it. And I don't, I, I've been trying to find out if the earned run rules have changed over time. I believe Major League Baseball has changed the scoring of these rules. But what happens is... Uh, on Penn and Chase and, and a lot of other simulation games that you, you'll see is that the runner, the batter who reaches first is now the responsibility of the relief pitcher. And if that guy scores, that gets tagged to the relief pitcher. The The actual real way to score that today in real life is that that runner is the responsibility of the previous pitcher because the previous pitcher left a man on first. The relief pitcher got a force out and therefore did his job, quote unquote, and uh, should not be responsible for that runner. So that rule I'm going to be able to fix, and I'm going to um, actually push that up today. So that should fix things. Now there's another more complicated reality with earned runs, and this is this involves um, this involves runs that happen when there is an error occurring in the inning before the relief pitcher got in. So essentially what's supposed to happen is that any errors that happen before the relief pitcher enters the game, the relief pitcher doesn't reap the benefit of those errors. So imagine how we normally score things. Um, A a batter reaches first base on an error. The next guy hits a home run. Um, the the man on first is not an earned run. And so the starting pitcher or the pitcher on the mound does not get charged with that run. Now, apparently, a relief pitcher that comes in doesn't reap that benefit. Um, and it gets a little tricky 
So let's see if I can explain this properly. So uh, one example is that um, a pitcher comes in and um, a batter hits a home run, scoring three runs. The, the first batter was on base from the first pitcher. The second batter reached on an error, and then the reliever came in. And so what happens is uh, three unearned runs to the team as a whole, even though the relief pitcher is getting charged with an earned run with the home run. So in other words, um, let's assume the error should have ended the inning. If there was no pitching change and the error should have ended the inning, then all the runs would be unearned. Um, since a relief pitcher came in, he doesn't reap the benefit of that error. And so he is getting charged one earned run for the home run only, uh, which is really bizarre to me. Um, so as a team, the team does not get charged any earned runs, which makes it even more wacky. So summarizing this one more time. So a, a, a pitcher's on the mound. He allows a man on base, let's say a single. The next guy gets on base with an error that should have ended the inning. The next guy hits a home run. In that case, that pitcher gets no earned runs. The team gets no earned runs. Now let's imagine before the home run, a relief pitcher got inserted in. He gives up the home run. He actually gets charged one earned run for the home run. The team gets charged no earned runs because that error should have ended the inning. Crazy town to me. Um, probably possible to code into the, I, well, anything's possible. Um, there's, there's, there's a way I'm sure to get that into the logic, but that, that one could get pretty gnarly. So I'll, I'll keep it on the wish list, but, um, that one, that one's a pretty tricky one. And again, I'm really, I have not been able to find out through some research whether these earned run calculations have changed over time. I believe they have, um, but I could be wrong about that. Um, but if anyone out there knows, I'd, I'd be interested to know. Because if there's a historical change to the rules, um, it would be interesting to see how that impacted players from, from previous eras. So the, the next topic I wanted to get into um, was some of the drama on the board. There's been some, there have been some really interesting conversations that, uh, that I thought it would be good to address. So... Um, some of you may or may not have seen sort of the, um, the, the the big thread that went up not long ago, and it was really all about a, a commissioner that folks were having problems with. And one particular user, um, I don't think he's going to care if I call him out right here, um, BB Fan, went up to the board and did a public post and basically was upset that this commissioner still had a league and and very directly went after me personally. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the first time I've ever personally been gone after on the public board. And uh, I really appreciate those of you who jumped in uh, in my defense. I do think in this case it was a little bit of an unfair attack, but I also understand this user's frustration in there being a bad commissioner out there and his perception that there was no action being taken. So um, a little oddity about the situation is that BB Fan himself, I believe, was not actually in this particular commissioner's league. So that that about always confused me about this whole situation. I don't know if there's some sort of personal thing going on here. 
I don't know if BB Fan just has other friends on the site who are having trouble with this particular commissioner. I also think there's some history there in that BB Fan used to run his own leagues and had some problems in the past. There's a lot going on here. The point being, uh, several months back, um, this user did reach out to me. He did notify me of a problematic commissioner. And I said, look, have other users reach out to me. I can't just react. So here's the here's the golden rule, guys. I cannot react to one person complaining about a commissioner because I don't know what the real story is. And I don't I can't keep tabs on leagues. I can't keep tabs on what commissioners are doing. I've said it a million times and I'll say it again. It's up to the community to police the site to a certain extent. If you don't like a league, leave the league. If you don't like a commissioner, don't stay in his league. Um, tell your friends not to stay in the league, right? Um, but here's the deal. BB Fan did reach out to me. I said, please have some other users reach out to me. I think I got one, maybe two. I don't remember who all responded. Uh, one or two people did come back to me and say, hey, I've had some problems with this commissioner. I said, okay. So I've heard from like two people. One of the people isn't even in his league. I'm not really seen a reason right now to take any action and that's the decision i made and uh most of you know that we're at a point now where we have very few bad commissioners because we do have a little bit of a paywall you have to donate now in order to get your league in some cases we give commissioners leagues if they've been on the site for a while they don't have the money to to, to buy a league themselves I'm very generous about giving those out. In some cases, commissioners retire and they want to hand off the league to someone they trust. And in this case, it was a longtime commissioner who handed off his league to someone that he really trusted. And this new commissioner eventually um, eventually caused a lot of problems. So um, the issue was dead for a while because I didn't hear from anyone. And the next thing I know is that you know BB Fan has made this very public post and this very public blasting of me. Um, and then when that came out, um, a lot of other people jumped on. I mean, uh, three or four other people who I really respect on the site jumped on and said, yeah, this commissioner's been a really big problem and he's been a cheater. And by the way, he's now gone. He disappeared from the site. So, okay, well, now it's very clear to me that this has been a problem. Um, there were a couple people who chimed in and said, yeah, the league was sketchy, but I stayed in it anyway. It was fine. So th this is this is the challenge with just killing a league and, and, and booting a commissioner is that there may be people out there who are enjoying his league. There may be people who are not. I, it's hard. It's really hard for me to say. Um, but it became pretty clear through this post that that this was this was a problem. So the commissioner is gone already. He left the site on his own, which I think is a an example of how the site works. I mean, it's, the site is eventually going to police itself and it's eventually going to filter out problematic people. And that's kind of what it's meant to do. Um, so, you know, I don't know if the public post by BB Fan was all that necessary because the commissioner had already left anyway, but it did bring awareness to the issue. It did bring other people out to the front who called out this commissioner. And it ultimately led to someone else raising their hand saying, hey, I used to be in this league. I used to love it. I want to run it. And that league is now in that person's hands. So, I mean, look, all in all, you know, I don't take a public outlash like that very personally, you know. And, and again, if, if there was a 
if there was a common reoccurring problem on the site where we had a ton of bad commissioners right now or we had a ton of people coming to me saying, hey, guy, look, you're not taking action. We've got a lot of bad leagues and you're not doing anything about it. Um, if that was a recurring theme, I, I would I would feel um, I would feel a lot worse about the scenario. But um, I would just say as a result of this, um, probably not the best approach to just go blast me on the board, not because I care, but because I think you might you might tick some people off. I mean, I, I would I would think that most people on the site um, are pretty appreciative of, of the work that I do in the site that I have provided for free. And so if you attack me, you're probably going to um, do damage to your own reputation. Uh, so I would just say don't don't take that approach. Um, but for those of you who are in leagues, uh, please do notify me if a commissioner is a problem. And if you're having problems with a commissioner, again, I really encourage you to talk to other people on the site and say, please let Guy know that this commissioner is a problem because he's not going to be able to do anything unless he hears from several people. And unless I hear a common trend, uh, I'm not going to really be able to do anything. Now, having said that, um, I do believe that we are in a really good state right now and that we have mostly good leagues and good commissioners. And, and a lot of that is because of some of the past changes that we made to the site. So it's a serious issue. I mean, bad leagues are bad for the PC brand. And, and that's why we made those changes. So I do take this whole issue very seriously. Um, the second thing that came up recently on the boards was another piece of intriguing drama and it, it was all around a particular user who really loves um, favorite team leagues for those of you who don't know the favorite team leagues are leagues where you pick one franchise you pick four years and you get to build your roster based on those four years of that one franchise and most of you know that in certain year ranges we limit certain franchises so the yankees the cubs i believe the giants are limited to three years instead of four to sort of balance the playing field because there are some franchises that can just dominate and win over and over again. And um, and we also have a modern era favorite teams, which is like 1965 to present. And this particular user was calling out a problem. He, he felt that someone was using the Cardinals, a particular year combo of the Cardinals over and over, and dominating in the modern favorite teams leagues. So this is a complex problem and issue. Um, the favorite teams leagues, they, they are what they are. They're not perfect. They're a little flawed. You can build the same club over and over again. And by doing that, you could rack up your personal wins and your personal rings. Um, a couple points to that. So we, we implemented a feature which allows you to save your favorite team's roster so you can reuse it in other leagues. I think that's a very important feature. Um, I know myself, I like to play with my White Sox every now and then. They don't do great in favorite team's leagues. I think I've won one championship overall. Um, but with a team like the White Sox, for example, there are very few combos that actually work very well. So I found a combo that worked. I won a championship. That's pretty much the only combo I would ever use because it's the only combo that has a chance. And I don't want to have to rebuild that combo every single time. So it's important to have this feature available. Now, as for, as for people being able to use the same combo and, and 
rack up championships. Um, yeah, you can do it. I mean, it is what it is. It's there. I mean, you have to enter favorite teams leagues accepting the challenge that it is, accepting the reality of what it is. You're going to have you're always going to have those owners that take the giants or do whatever they want to do to try to win. Um, and if you're really bothered by the fact that they're racking up rings that way, eh, you know, I mean, I'd say get over it. I mean, one th- th- this user brought up a frustrating point about uh, his frustration that that we publicly expose um, personal rings and personal titles and championships and you know his argument was why why do we even publicly post that it just encourages bad behavior um, well I, that's a catch twenty two because I think there are some people who play for those things I mean. If you can't publicly show your trophies and show your rings, what you know? What are you playing for? I mean, we're all playing to have fun. I don't personally play for ring totals. I don't play for trophy totals. Um, I would, I would think the vast majority of the people on the site don't really play for that reason. But then I would think there's a pretty large number of people who play on the site exactly for that reason. They're trying to get the most rings or the most wins or they want to see more trophies. That's the fun of it, right? So that's never going away. I'm never going to be taking those things away publicly. Um, That's part of the fun of the site. I think the real solution is to try to figure out how we could make the favorite team's um, mechanism work a little better. Um, And maybe it's it's about expanding the year ranges. We've tossed around the idea of like an underdog favorite team's leagues where you only allow franchises that have struggled to win in the favorite teams leagues um if you if anyone out there has any other ideas um let me know i'd love to hear them um we'll keep the discussion going we'll keep the ideas going um but again i i would say that um i i I understand this particular user's frustration i i can imagine if you are the type of person that he is where he pretty much exclusively plays in favored teams leagues, then you're probably frustrated by the behavior that some people execute in those leagues. I would say that that's a very small niche use case. Like, I don't think there are very many users on Penn and Chase who only play favored teams. That's a very small set of users. So for this particular user to claim that, um, you know, the site is in trouble or not doing well because I'm not accommodating him <laughs> is um, is not true. But but I but I sympathize with um, with where he's coming from. So we'll we'll try to figure out a way to make those make those leagues um, more fun, more balanced. Keep putting some thought into that. So. Um, You know, with a new baby at home, it's going to be an interesting year, and it's going to be interesting to see what I can or can't get to this year. But I really am committed to to some improvements this year. As I mentioned earlier, you know, the the bug fixes are going to continue and are continuing. Um, One of my main goals this year is to really make some improvements around granular control of players because I've heard that come up quite a bit. Um, You know, being able to sort of set your your speed percentage, your steal percentages, and your your pitch counts on individual players rather than a team as a whole. So I think that's a big goal for the year. Another one that's come up a couple of times now is like creating some sort of a bid draft 
mechanism. I think I think that's a really cool idea too. That one's been kind of on my wish list for a while. That's a little bit more of a project, so we'll see if I can get to that one. Um, and then one that came up more recently, as amazingly we've we've gotten to a point now where we don't have enough auto leagues. So last year I made this big effort to start deleting auto leagues because we had way too many. And I think what happened was we our site got promoted. You guys did a great job promoting us on GM games and people are writing more mobile reviews and that's resulting in more users. It's doing exactly what we wanted and it's getting more folks onto the site, which is exactly what we need to keep the thing thriving. So that's been awesome. But now as a result, we need more auto leagues. And someone suggested getting alerts, setting up an opportunity to get alerts when new auto leagues pop onto the list. I think that's a great idea. That's one I've wanted to do for a while. So that'll be high on the list too. And as we need more auto leagues, I'm gonna try to create them, try to keep that balance between having too many and not having enough. Um, but those are some of the big ones this year and, and we will see how it goes. It's already March, it's spring training, the weather's starting to get better. It's a great time of year. Um, and I'm looking forward to it and, and looking forward to baseball season starting and looking forward to making more enhancements on Penn and Chase. So um, happy, happy almost spring to everyone. Um, and hey, if anyone has any um, birth stories or new baby stories, send them my way because uh, I'm, I'm in that world right now. Um, thanks. Good to, good to talk to you guys. And uh, we'll talk to you next time.